0: In the original iteration of this episode, I, Hillary, made a joke about Jimin from BTS being gay. This was based on stereotypical knowledge of him and sort of leaning very heavily into preconceived notions on what masculinity is, etc., etc. And as a queer person and as somebody who is uh, on the gender variant spectrum, I realized that this was a mistake, and I have edited that joke out. I wanted to hold myself accountable and let you all know that I'm not just doing this on the sly, pretending that it never happened, I'm acknowledging the fact that I made this joke, and while I thought it was funny at the time, it wasn't. I thank you all for bearing with me, and Megan and I want you to know that this podcast is a safe space for People of all sorts of gender and sexual expressions. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Dear Fandom, where everything you like is terrible and that's okay. I'm Hillary.
1: I know I'm Megan.
0: You are Megan. And today we are covering... Um, a very hot topic it seems in the music charts and worldwide um we're covering the k-pop group blackpink but we're also sort of giving a crash course in what k-pop is um uh, for those
1: it's, who. Uh, it's a it's an off-brand of k uh Co- it's corn pops. pops yeah, yeah it's, corn pops. Like, it's like corn pops i'm like hey, there's a joke megan you could say it one day <laughs>
0: So um, I just need to put a disclaimer because K-pop fans tend to be very enthusiastic. Um, we That's a euphemism. A lot of them are crazy. <laughs>
1: um, oh my
0: God. So I'm just, I'm just going to read this directly from my notes. Okay. So disclaimer, I am coming to this from an entirely Western perspective. I'm a white person first and foremost and benefit from this on a wide scale. I'm a queer person who is woman aligned. These things will affect my viewing of the situation at large, and I understand that there are some things I will never understand about this world. This is just my observation as someone who has been a music enthusiast and a student of music pretty much my whole life. So that's everything. You can't say anything now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now we've said the disclaimer, so now you can't even comment. It's illegal.
0: <laughs> it's illegal. If you, if you email, if you if you uh, tweet us at DearFandomTXT, or if you... Email us at dearfandompodcast d- at gmail.com. I will just ignore it.
1: <laughs> can you tell, guys? We're, we gotta get, we got to get, we're definitely got to plug our, our, like, Twitter a lot more. I feel like <laughs> so, Twitter is definitely, if you want, I feel like just tweet us. I feel like the uh, the email exists mostly. So if you need uh, to just, like, have an email address so you can create other accounts online, just go ahead and do that. Um, specifically for K pop fandom, right? Yeah. <laughs> do you so, need um, one? No.
0: So, yeah. Um, I'm going to, uh, since I am taking Megan through this magical mystery tour, I'm going to uh, compare this to something that she understands. Yes. Which is um, boy bands of the '90s. Okay. Boy bands and girl groups of the '90s.
1: Okay, so we're so, talking about like Dream and S Club Seven and.
0: Yeah, I'm talking NSYNC. about In like Sync. Destiny's Child, like TLC, choreographed dancing,
1: like. singing, but nobody plays an instrument.
0: Exactly. So okay. that is the crux of, with some exceptions, that is the crux of what the Korean pop industry is like. It is boy and girl groups who are singing songs that generally they don't write, um, with the exception of a few groups like BTS, who you've probably heard of. Like they write a lot of their own music. Um, and um yeah no it's pretty cool actually
1: but um i to be honest like i think i was so far removed from like uh because i was really into j-pop that was what i was into so was i and um i was so far removed from anything like uh like outside of i think by the time k-pop became popular i was like no guys listen i can't get it i can't go back in you know it's a dark hole it's a dark (laughs)
0: hole yeah because you know there is an appeal to people like us, theater people, you know? There's a lot of dancing, a lot of flashy dancing, a lot of pretty people. Pop, The pop songs are catchy, that sort of thing. Um, they're walking billboards. They do advertisements. They're, like, fashion models
1: as well as, you know, these music stars. And... So the only difference between them and NSYNC is that NSYNC happened to be in the 90s.
0: <laughs> ha- NSYNC happened to be in the 90s, yeah. Except, um, K-pop, um... InSync was a group that was bred so Justin Timberlake could have a solo career afterward.
1: Oh, wow. Excuse you. Lance Bass did not become the base of them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Okay. So I know it's the truth. in, um, you know how uh, girls pick their favorites in yes. groups like InSync? Yes, yes. Well, there is a thing called a bias in your, um, in your particular K-pop group. And it is the member that you find most attractive, but they cater to fans. They are there are specific fan cams during live performances, and people are paid to film that specific person. So, yeah, it, it this stuff caters to fans to an extreme. Now, a lot of a lot of these there are tons of these acts. There's um, there are these like training academies, these like entertainment agencies where people come on as trainees. And they'll train for years to hopefully debut as one of, as a part of one of these groups. And it's brutal. And they like, you know, you might not even make it.
1: Like. I. Continue. <laughs> it's a lot. This it's, is just like, okay, I mean, go ahead. I, I feel like I need more information before I can say anything else. It's
0: not just like, it's not just like, um, for example, um, I was doing a lot of research about the formation of girl groups in the nineties and a lot of it was like one person in the group itself had an idea for a group and held a call for an audition that was TLC's initial thing one woman was like hey i want to form or i like want to form a girl act like let's have some auditions and like i want to pick the people i vibe with and we can write our own music and we wait, can wait hold on wasn't o town
1: like formed on a reality tv it show it
0: was formed on a reality tv show so it's yeah.
1: basically it's basically just like that, but you know, no cameras and a lot more people cry.
0: Yes, a lot more people cry. It is brutal. Um,
1: so, <sighs> yeah, as we can all tell, everyone knows who O Town is now, right?
0: Yeah, we. Can, so, I can
1: tell you, all ten members, or five, or four, or one—I don't know. Yeah,
0: so so a lot of these groups, like you know, tons of these groups debut all the time. Only a few of them, and a lot of them are aiming for the international market, but only a few of them. Um manage to break into the international market. And oftentimes, these groups are more westernized. Like, they don't have, they aren't, like, so specifically Korean. Like, if you watch, like, any one of these music videos, like, I'll link you to some of these music videos later. And, like, they're very distinctly, like, for that culture. And, like, stuff that you and I just, like, would not get. Like, how these girls are acting, how they're, like, you know... The yeah, I
1: dan- music they're doing like, yeah, I think like so like, as I said, with the J-pop, um, I was also into J-rock. And um, so like I was into this band called the Gazette. Oh, because that's so good. And um, <laughs> they, you know, as they, you can tell, they uh, they wrote a, they wrote a lot of songs about newspapers. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a really shitty joke and I apologize <laughs> for saying it. Um, but they're like they're like whole aesthetic was like, hey, do you really love spending more than three thousand dollars at Hot Topic in a single go? Uh, and I was like, fuck yeah, I do. So it was like dream versions of like the the, the kind of people I wanted to be or like, you know, like like I get like I've seen uh Blackpink, um, and like BTS and like their outfits and they're very like streetwear, which is like very popular and like hip nowadays. And I remember, you know, like it's so crazy to see this like really weird like like move from like the harajuku fashion scene where it was like hey what is the weirdest shit i can put on my body and have someone take a picture of me and now streetwear is like hey here's this like trendy thing and i'm gonna like do this one thing different to it and it's gonna be more trendy um like i just saw like somebody wearing a newspaper uh print turtleneck that had the mask attached and i was like ah there it is except it's a crop top as well because gotta protect the mouth yeah Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. So, but yeah, so I see, I see like they, they're very like on trend with regards to fashion. It's not so much that they have a specific like style. It's more like whatever is the hottest thing to wear, like, you know, like slightly oversized pants, um, and like, like weird puffy jackets, which definitely NSYNC never wore. You could never find a picture of every member of NSYNC wearing a puffy jacket. Don't Google it because it doesn't exist.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, so, uh, with, um, with, uh, we're going to move on to Blackpink in a second and why they're dominating the world right now, because they are like undeniably, they're doing so many, um, they're doing so many guest spots with, um, Western artists and they're like the faces of fashion brands and like all this stuff. I'm literally looking up them right now yeah they're beautiful girls that helps too oh there's four of them yeah there's four of them blackpink is yeah
1: is one of their names rosé or rose rosé okay well i hate that a lot so (laughs) (laughs) just wanted to put that out there but uh continue They call her Rosie, but um, okay, that's cute as shit. But Rose, I'm sorry, continue.
0: Listen, some of the some stage some stage names for some of these
1: people are fairly silly. <laughs> I'm 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 so excited to hear this. You have no idea.
0: So um. Uh, all right, so the Blackpink girls, Blackpink w- debuted on um, in, like, August of 2016, so they've only been around for, like, four years, like, and it's a re- that's a relatively short period of time to gain this much n- notoriety, and the one reason they're so big is because they're under a really large entertainment group called YG Entertainment, which um, is a group that um, <laughs> debuted bands like, uh, uh 21 big bang um other um other groups like those are the two ones that i know uh those are the two ones that i was a fan of but um yeah so there's uh there's four girls they're all they're all scarily younger than we are um guys none of this
1: is bitter none don't you worry (laughs) just putting that quick disclaimer so you don't think it is Um... i'm not bitter at all that these these small all children of them, no, are so all of them, famous. All of them come from wealthy families. It's fine. But oh, like, oh, okay. Really? That's crazy. That's they crazy. became famous because de- they were from wealthy families? That's never happened that's in the history of ever. never happened. So, um, we'll start with Rosé. Let's start with Rosé because you hate her
0: name so much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm looking at a picture and I was about to say, oh, is Rosé the one with pink hair? And I'm looking at a picture where three of them have different shades of pink. <laughs> that's so funny.
0: Um... Rose, uh, uh, in some pictures, has lavender hair. They often dye her hair like blonde, um, but not with bangs. Um, Lisa's the one who always has bangs. Okay. (laughs) My fucking god.
1: I feel like you're so I feel like you're me when I'm describing what each member of NSYNC looks like to my mother. And I'm like, no, no, no. Chris has dreads, and they're like, and my mom's like, uh huh. And I'm like, I'm like, and I'm like, Lance is blonde, and she's like, I thought Justin was blonde. I'm like, Justin is also blonde.
0: <laughs> Listen, I'm trying, okay. <laughs> it's great. Being nice, it's to really me. good.
1: I know to expect this because I have a child of my own, and at some point in the future, God forbid, she does this to me, and I'll she'll be like, and 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 what'd you say her name was, Lisa? Yeah, Lisa. Lisa has bangs, and I'll be like. Oh, that's great. Do you want bang, sweetie? Is that why you're telling me this? No, I <laughs> want to tell you everything I know about Blackpink. And I'll be like, <sighs> okay. Great,
0: great. So, part of the reason that another part of the reason why um, Blackpink has so much international appeal is they have three international members. Um, really? Um, Rose was born in Australia. Huh. Born and raised in Australia. And she speaks fluent English. And Korean is actually her second language. Huh. Um she and when she speaks English, she speaks it in an Australian accent. It's actually really cute.
1: But um Well shit, now I gotta watch that. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Um then there's Jenny and um Jenny was born in Korea but lived in New Zealand for like a while. So she speaks fluent English as well. Wow. And which one's Jenny? Uh Jenny's the smallest one. She looks like a cat. She's like <laughs>
1: Hillary, all of these women are the same height. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, I, I, will, I will do a guide for you afterwards. She's like, I'm going to share my screen. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it's- Guys, I really, I don't even mean this as an insult. It's just, they're all the same height. Like, they literally are all this. Every picture I'm looking at, they're exactly the same level with one another. Yes. And one of them, one of them squatting, is she the one squatting? <laughs> Oh, and a different one squatting in that picture. Okay, you know what? This isn't gonna helpful. Go ahead.
0: Okay, so um, I'm gonna link their Wikipedia articles. So like, let's do that.
1: And actually, I actually, I already have it. I already have the uh, Wikipedia open, so I may as well click on each picture. Um, okay, so okay, all right, okay. Lisa does have bangs. Wow, Lisa's consistently had bangs. Wow, L- I love a commitment to a look. Really, Lisa
0: consistently has bangs because she has a five head, and. <laughs>
1: Okay, so Jisoo is uh, from South Korea. She's from Korea.
0: She doesn't, she understands English, but she doesn't speak it very well. And, um, but she speaks like Chinese and Japanese. So like, whatever.
1: (laughs) All right. Overachievers here.
0: Um, and Jisoo is really interesting because, um, they're all talented singers, um, uh, Lisa's more of the rapper, and she does dancing, and, um, she's, like, got a sweet little voice. Jisoo is a good singer, but she's in the band because she's what the K-pop industry refers to as a visual. She's really beautiful. That's what, part of why she's in the group, because it adds visual appeal. Like, that's how this marketing thing works. Isn't that crazy? Like, I'm I I'm guess...
1: scrolling through all four of their pictures, and I'm literally like, so who's- Wait- they're all beautiful, I know. Like, I'm like, the, the, how... Um, okay. <laughs> Jisoo is obviously the most beautiful. And I'm like, uh wow, she's, fuck you, Rosé, then, I guess. She's, <laughs> the
0: mo- she's the most beautiful by Korean standards.
1: By Korean... Oh. They have, like,
0: exacting...
1: Kinda. Oh, yeah, you just gotta say that. Yeah, I mean, obviously... Obviously, in your country of choice, you know, you're going to have certain standards of beauty that are going to be more popular in one country than yeah, the other.
0: Yeah, yeah. She's she's the most beautiful by Korean beauty standards. Like, Lisa can't really be judged by that because Lisa is from Thailand, um, uh.
1: which is why she looks a little bit different from the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. I see that. Uh, she was born in Buriram and she's 23, uh, born in the year 1997. And I know. I just want to say that sounds really fake, guys. That sounds like I don't believe it at all. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so,
0: uh, Lisa, Lisa also speaks English fluently and, but she speaks like a million languages and, um, they can connect with their fans more because of this. They have a lot of English language songs, which helps connect to a Western audience.
1: And their songs are just,
0: their songs are just bops. Like they've done things with like Dua Lipa and Cardi B and Lady Gaga and like,
1: All right, I'm going to look at more pictures now because they're really pretty. Yeah, (laughs) and they're really
0: beautiful. And um, so they started in um, August 2016. They all trained for, like, four or five years beforehand um, to get to that point, and they were, like, an instant success. Like, they were... Their songs uh, rose to the top of the charts immediately, Um, and they released four songs in their debut year. And then... um, YG, the head, um, uh, the head of YG Entertainment, he has a tendency with this particular group to build up anticipation and then tease a single and, or an EP, and, like, it's called the scarcity model, and that's why they're so successful, because there's so little material to work with. They're not, they're not doing a thing called a comeback, which is, like, the term for, like, releasing a single, um, in K-pop every, like, three or four months or whatever. You're waiting, like, a year for new content or stuff. And in that fandom, that's a long time. You and me, I mean, like, we listen to, like, bands like Green Day and Fall Out Boy, where it'll be, like, two or three years between
1: albums. So that's, like, not a big deal. Yeah, you know? I to say, I'm like, guys, that's some rookie numbers, man. Yeah, you gotta ex- pump them numbers up. Exactly. I mean, like, AF-
0: like AFI had not, um... A of I usually takes four, they're, they're my favorite band and they take about four or five years between albums.
1: And yeah, yeah I mean, so, fuck, with, uh, Mike Hem like we were talking about, Mike Hem's like, we're going to release a CD and everyone's like, yes. And then they're like, just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> they're sitting on a CD, but oh, yeah. um, I, I bet you. But oh, yeah, no, they are. But it's been uh, how many years between uh, Danger, <laughs> Danger Days and now? Yeah. More been, than one. Then a spoiler. 11. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like 11 years, one day, one month, 16 days. It's been 84
0: years. Um, so the, it's called the scarcity new model. And this is both a great method for sales because your fan base is riled up with anticipation and they're like, I want new content. I want this, I want that. And we don't live in an environment anymore where you can really afford to kind of take a break. Like, there's oversatur- The music industry is so full of oversaturation. Like, there's new content coming out all the time. I feel like- I feel like Megan Thee Stallion comes out with a new single, like, every three months. And, like, I mean, she's great. She's coming out with quality shit. But she's coming out with a lot of shit.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing is, uh, the the model for releasing music now is you just upload whatever you want onto the internet. You know, you 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 record it yourself, you edit it yourself. And you can release it yourself. Um so it's it's a lot like like you said because of that that model it's become oversaturated. The idea of carefully curated uh you know, girl groups or boy bands is not something that I think we've dealt with in america for like a really long time at least at this point, you know?
0: Yeah, in in korea it's more normal. But like we as americans are not nece- are used to a very different type of music industry, one that is dominated by Spotify, one is the one that is um you know, very concentrated in the Billboard 100, you know. We're very we're very dominated by, you know, hip hop music and like mainstream pop music and things like that and these like classic kind of units are not necessarily built for that and i think blackpink is sort of trying to mold to
1: the western kind of i so i'm just like looking through their pictures and like they're just so upsettingly gorgeous like I, so, so we just we just uh, did an episode on the witcher i was talking about how like the people are really like obscenely hot Um, and like, yeah, they're, they're hot. Like, of course they are. Duh. Um, but like, they're gorgeous in a way that like, if I were in a room with them, I'd look at the floor because I feel like I wouldn't have permission to look in their eyes, you know, even though they are seven to six years younger than me. And honestly, I could look at them and be like, you are a child. You are a little tiny infant. Well, here's the
0: thing. Well, here's the thing about that. Um, a thing that makes me feel better about these girls who are so stunning to who's so stunning to look at. So like like, out of this world, beautiful, is that, like, plastic surgery is really normal in Korea.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's the, it's, 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 um, I think it's the capital of the, of the world where where most people per capita get plastic surgery.
0: Yes. And they have all, to some extent, had some work done. It is, this is speculation, this is not fact, but especially Lisa- Um, who from her like adolescent days to now, she has a different nose now. Um,
1: yeah. So I was actually looking at Lisa, man, guys, I'm angry at talking about this. Um, um, I was looking at Lisa, like the picture, like when you click on like YouTube, not YouTube, when you go on Google and it's like, this is Lisa. And you're like, oh, okay, Lisa. And then like, I'm looking through these pictures now and I'm like, hmm, Lisa looks a lot different. Man, I guess there's a, you know, we all go through different growth spurts in our lives.
0: Yeah, what well, some some completely change your facial structure, but like
1: that's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, it's weird. Plastic surgery is such a mixed bag for me because like I understand if you have insecurities, like if you want to fix them in a way that makes you feel better, then yeah, do it. Um, however. I feel like this normalization of plastic surgery is going to be some kind of shit that gen, so gen alpha is the generation after gen Z, which I assume that these, these lovely ladies are like cusp of like millennial gen Z. And like, uh, it's just, I don't know, man, like I feel like the idea of embracing this like natural beauty that each person has, like these, these flaws that are beautiful within us is something that I think is really important because like, I'm trying to think like. Okay, so, like, for instance, using TLC as, like, their, oh, as a model. Oh, yeah, that's song. TLC's, like, I mean, that's the thing, is there, there's so much about, like, boy bands in the 90s that they, they did the same thing. They, they kind of went on this trend, like, this, this, uh, road of trendy, of always being the hottest thing ever, you know, looking hot, being hot, whatever, um, and then there was Joey Fatone and Chris Kirkpatrick, who existed, and they were there, um, but they could sing, and that's why they were there. Yeah,
0: they were, okay, um there are also um people in group- k-pop groups that play the joey fitone
1: and chris kirkpatrick roles where they're not as good looking but they can sing the fuck out of stuff <laughs> which is i think this is why it's so interesting because you're right i'm coming at this from like a 90s boy band like uh, like they, they are so even the spice girls though like i think about the spice girls and because they're they're basically the Spice Girls. Like if you've looked up, like I remember watching just one to twelve documentaries about the Spice Girls when I was a kid. Um, somewhere in between that number.
0: Oh yeah, no, I I mean I too was obsessed with the Spice Girls, and I think that the Spice Girls is the closest equivalent we have to Blackpink because and, they
1: have a, the same vibe. They're like bad bitches, like they're and each one fit a different niche. So obviously, because I am just going into this right now, I didn't know. That you know, Lisa was the one with bangs, and Rose exists and has a name that is Rose that I'm still angry about. But like, Rose has like the lighter colored hair, and like Jisoo is your face model. Whereas like, um, with with Spice Girls, they were like, okay, we've got sporty Spice, we got posh Spice, we got baby Spice, we got scary Spice, and ah, shit uh ginger spice because she's a redhead get it uh (laughs) ginger's a spice too and uh everyone's like no it's not it's a root what's, (laughs) what's interesting
0: is um there is this correlation between the quote unquote ugly role like the like the ugly person like rose is actually considered the ugly duckling of the band which is like crazy to me but like whatever Um, This I've read this on forums. I don't understand it. Like they're all equally beautiful. Dear
1: internet, (laughs) delete yourself.
0: (laughs) But she's considered like the least conventionally attractive in the group. And she has probably the best voice in the group. Like she's the best singer. Whereas in Spice Girls, Sporty Spice, they always
1: gave her the ugliest clothes. And they always styled her really bad, but she had the best voice in the group. <laughs> so that's the thing. So with Sporty Spice, I think that's a really good example. So Sporty Spice, for our generation, was this um, was was uh. So she's in a girl group, obviously. She's the best singer in the group, which is obvious because they always gave her the, the solos, mm-hmm. and. It was, I think, with Sporty Spice, though, there was this whole trend towards little girls who like Sporty Spice. They felt more comfortable being more, um, like, less feminine in terms of their clothing style. They felt that they could go more towards sports, they could go more towards, um, you know, baggy pants and, like, baggy sweatsuits and stuff because that's what Sporty Spice wore. And parents weren't questioning it, like, because, you know, they were 11 and um, yeah of course my kid, yeah, don't wear a fucking mini dress that's got the Union Jack on it. (laughs) 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 I bought platform sneakers and almost broke my ankle 60 times. Sporty Spice didn't wear platform sneakers. So I don't, I I would say that they, yeah, they gave, they definitely did Mel C wrong uh, (laughs) by giving her that role. But I also would say that, on the other side of that coin was a lot more girls were willing to embrace this, you know, back in the day it was called tomboyness, but this this kind of experimentation with gender not having to be, like you can be a woman and not be feminine, you know?
0: Yeah, no, they, um, what's, what's really interesting about Blackpink, and I'm gonna send you some supplemental links too, they have like this thing called 24365, which is like a little like like reality TV show cute thing. Where like you see the girls like cooking and going on outings and it's like it's very adorable. Twenty four three sixty five is what it's called. Twenty four three sixty five, Blackpink, yeah. yeah, and just that's all you need to YouTube and um, like it's it's very sweet. They um, and you see the two sides to these girls, like the side that's on stage, but also the side that's off stage. You know, like like Lisa plays this like badass tough girl who can like totally dance and get down, and she's like real thin and like like has an enviable body and stuff but like she's a complete klutz and a dork like off stage and like having this sort of and having that what we had when we were kids was spice world which is obviously a completely manufactured film but like
1: we me, are you telling me that richard o'brien did not in fact find his way through the s-tube of a fucking toilet to emerge from it because that sounds fucking fake I think that it did happen I'm reading the reviews of this tv show and I'm concerned for humanity uh this one just says keeps me updated of black pink it's a must watch and I'm like man oh god I feel like back in the day like the way I used to, like, keep updated with Lance Bass was they sold the unofficial, you know, like, book of shit Lance likes. And yeah. I'm like, great, it's $8.99, mom,
0: buy it. Like- well, that's what I, I think the 90s boy band tradition probably would have carried on in America, like, had they had this technology that these groups have access to now. It, like these groups can stay connected to their fans all the time. They have this thing called V Live, where they can just go on like a live broadcast, and people can log in and like, like do stuff like that, like a Periscope or whatever. And, um, I mean, they have these little reality shows. They have. You there?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I uh, continue. I am just got to text my mom, but oh, sorry. It's, c- c- it's,
0: it's no worries. Okay, so I'm gonna start that over. Yeah. Um. They have. Um, I I think in the '90s they would have, um, like, it would have carried over better if instead of like sticker books and official magazines and stuff like that, like they, we would have had like, like somebody going on Instagram Live or somebody like, keeping updated with fans on their social media or like I mean, things like believe
1: that. Believe me. Ten-year-old me would have fucking done that in two seconds. I I can... I, but I'm also... Now that I'm thinking about this, how old are the fans of Blackpink?
0: They're actually... Like, a lot
1: of them are, like, in their 20s. Like... Yeah, because, like, I'm looking at this, and it's like... Oh, it, it shows us, like, about, like, Blackpink's, like, you know, who they who else they are. Like, Jenny's good at racing. Um, like, Lisa prefers to keep slow and steady at her own pace, and Jisoo can be unpredictable. Are we sure this review wasn't written by a ten-year-old, though? Like, this (laughs) one specifically sounds like a ten-year-old.
0: Yeah, well, um, the, um, that person may also not speak English as a first language.
1: I mean, to be fair, though, I feel like a lot of people who do like, I mean, the boy band, girl band model does get a lot of fans who are children.
0: That is true. No, there definitely are young fans of these groups, and um, they. Um, Blackpink came under fire recently for um, doing a song with Selena Gomez called "Ice Cream," um, which is a song that is heavy with sexual innuendo, and like your typical American song, yeah, like, yeah. on the radio, very not not unusual for us, yeah, but. Blackpink pink fans both korean and international black pink fans were like this is inappropriate for the girls this is not like what they should be doing blah 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 because they've got young fans and it's, it's like it's such a different kind of aesthetic like they have to balance this line because they're they're like badass bitches but they're kind of sexual but they're not they can't be sexual at all and like I where mean, it's
1: it's it's just i feel okay now this is this is obviously just me being like a fucking stick in the mud because i'm boring but like i just feel awful for these people like i i can't imagine i i think that i can't imagine a culture like this where you know like <laughs> like i i the only the only kind of analogy i can think of in american culture is like keeping up with the kardashians where it's just like a heavily curated like like, we all hate the Kardashians, but the reason we hate them is because of the 18 plus seasons of this goddamn bullshit we're watching. And, you know, don't worry, I'm going to watch the next episode as soon as it airs. Like, people hate watch it almost, um, but they don't, like, and people don't like the, like, some people like the Kardashians, whatever, but regardless is it's, they've grown up in the, in, like, the eyes of America where, and they became famous, like, especially like every member of the Kardashians. Sorry, every single member of the Kardashians became famous because of this, the TV show. Whereas Blackpink seems to have been famous before such, uh, like, before creating this 24 365 show. Yeah,
0: and that, that 24 365 is not really like, a, it's kind of like Keeping Up with the Kardashians, but it's really more supplemental material. It's not like, their their primary stuff is like their touring, their music videos, like the stuff. This is like, like that.
1: YouTube vlogging almost. Yeah, it's
0: like YouTube vlogging. It's not like as insidious as Keeping Up with the Kardashians, but it is indicative of the invasive,
1: curated nature. You're absolutely right about that. Yeah, and that's what I feel. I think for 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 these, for specifically for for these girls in the band, I just think that that it's it's like, I don't know. I, I feel that having a mystique of who of who you're favorite celebrity is or your favorite singer or something it's it's nice to to not know everything about them i and i think that maybe this is just where i come from because i i think that inevitably uh what is what do they say never meet your heroes because they'll always let you down um and i don't even want to say that a bunch of 24 year olds are going to let me down because there's no way a 24 year old would let me up in the first place so <laughs> they they're just kids like exactly so like that's the thing is i but for people who really get invested in celebrity worship and celebrity culture, you're just like, they're like, I love Blackpink. And then they go to like, like, for instance, if you were to like watch their show and be obsessed with them and like, all this, like, you know, you have the posters, and you, you have the CDs or whatever. Um, and then you like go to a concert and you're like, intention to go to the concert is I'm going to meet like Lisa. Lisa is my favorite. I'm going to meet Lisa. And then you go to the concert and you try your hardest to see them and you are unable to meet them. So in, in turn, it leaves you with this disappointment that you've kind of failed as like a fan. And it's I think that's what I think is like, just, it's a weird, it's a mixed bag, I think, for me, because I I, I see that they're obviously insanely popular in a way that, you know, uh, I, do, I don't divulge in this culture because I don't, <laughs> I listen to Old MacDonald every day, 16 times a day, so it's really exciting, or Baby White Noise, um, but like, Just this, this is why, like, this is, I'm so far removed from this. Like, talking to me about this is, like, talking to your 98-year-old Nana about, like, what they think about, like, current events.
0: that's why I'm kind of enjoying, like, not kind of, I'm absolutely enjoying talking to you about this, because you have an unbiased perspective about it. You're going to tell me, like, what you think. Like, you know me. You know, you know I am, like, the person least likely to meet a celebrity. I
1: hate that shit. I'm not about it. Um... Well, I can tell you, I, I only speak from, like, I remember, like, doing band worship. Like, I was obsessed with Billy Joe Armstrong and Green Day. Like, to the point where I was like, I am going to become a third party to him and his wife. And then everyone's like, you are four years younger than his son. And I am like, well. And they're like, that's not happening, Megan. And I'm like, but it could. And, like, oh my <laughs> it God. didn't. It didn't. Because, you know, you, you – but I'm in the opposite end because, I don't know, I also think – that women in the entertainment industry are taken advantage of so goddamn much. I mean, everyone knows that, you know, at this point, Me Too is, is just this crazy big movement because of how often women are taken advantage of in the entertainment industry. You have to sleep to get ahead. You have to portray a certain image in order to get films. You can't be, like like you said, like, if they... Say something sexual if they sing about something sexual, therefore they're portraying this wrong image abroad.
0: Well, yeah, um, not to interrupt you, but I just to bring up a really important point about um, Jenny. Jenny is the Jenny is kind of the Justin Timberlake of this group, or like the Beyonce of this group. Like, she's the leader of the group. She was given a solo song before any of the other girls were given like a solo. She's come under a lot of fire, she's a very controversial figure. And she was revealed to be dating somebody at the beginning of 2019. And in the K pop world, dating is a big no no. It is like, because part of the mystique is, you know, of being a celebrity. This, I think part of this is true in American culture as well, um, is appearing available, you know, appealing, appearing. Like, you are single, even though, like, so people can project their fantasy onto you. Like, oh, the, like absolutely. Like, we mentioned in the last episode that we recorded, um, the, uh, Witcher episode, that, um, Loki is a great example of this in the MCU
1: because he is not paired with any character, so you can project yourself onto him. I actually think that's a really good example, because if you think about actually Tom Hiddleston, in real life, Tom Hiddleston, um, I can just tell you how viscerally angry I was. When I say viscerally angry, I mean so much more than I should have been. Like, in retrospect, I'm ashamed at myself um, about how angry he was when he dated Taylor Swift. And, like, I remember just the rumors and all of this shit about the two of them. And now I feel... Pretty guilty about judging anybody who says shit about these people, so yes. I apologize because I definitely got so heavily involved in the in the rumor mill factory of Tom Hiddleston dating Taylor Swift. Not because they give a fuck about Taylor Swift, but I was convinced that they should not have been dating. I was like, they don't even like each other. Like, because because <laughs> like I knew them.
0: Because there's a sense of ownership, and I think because she's, I think you know, she got it worse because she's a young woman and because she's such a controversial figure. And, like, and worse, she was dating another idol. She was dating a male idol. And, oh. like, a very heavily desired male idol. So, like, um, this guy Kai from this group, EXO, who has, like, been around for a while. Like, Kai's, like, the hot boy in the group. And that was a big, like, girls flipped out about that. They're like, like, like she was a whore, you know, like that kind of thing.
1: Well, I feel like fandoms in general can get so fucking like mean with regards to stuff like that. Like when they find out their favorite actor or singer or somebody is dating someone that they don't like. Like, I mean, even so, using Ariana Grande as the example, like when she got engaged to Pete Davidson, everyone was just like. I mean, luckily Pete Davidson took it in stride because you know he's a comedian and he's fucking funny. But like, I mean, think about how many people were just making jokes about Pete Davidson and how unattractive he was, and like, why the fuck would she date him and all this other stuff? And it's like, why do you even care though? Like, at the end of the day, if you if you are so emotionally invested in a celebrity because you want them to appear available because you are in love with that celebrity like whoever um like jenny you're in love with jenny to find out she's dating someone that's terrible for you how dare she cheat on you or you know in your mind um here's the thing nothing can change in your mind that she's not going to date you in the first place so in your mind she could still be single like in my mind henry cavill doesn't exist and he's only Geralt of Rivia. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, That's I think it. I think a big example of that, we brought this up earlier, but I think my chemical romance is a huge, huge example. Gerard Way got married to Lindsay Bellato, um, yeah. from Mindless Self Indulgence and people flipped out because he was Mr. Desirable and he was seeing someone behind the scenes the entire time, but he didn't make it public. And it's
1: because these people think they're like, I have a chance. And I'm yeah, like, no, no, you don't. These, these
0: 16, 14 to 16-year-old girls were like, I have a chance with this guy who's like 30 years old. And he marries a woman his age. <laughs>
1: that's that's illegal. He can't marry a lady his own age. He's going to marry me in my absolutely below the age of 18. No,
0: um, I mean, like, they're, uh, the other girls... Uh, the other girls, like, get dating rumors all the time with, like, other male idols or whatever. Like, one of them gets dating rumors with female idols, which is, like, my favorite thing in the world. Oh, yeah. But, like... Um, which one? Rosé. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, she... Um, there's a whole big fandom joke that she, like, absolutely despises men. <laughs>
1: like, I mean... Who fair. doesn't? <laughs> fair. So I get it. But, Imagine just being, like, idolized by a ton of men and they're always making such nasty fucking comments and shit like that. Yeah, yeah I get it.
0: And, like, like I, I genuinely feel sorry for these girls, like, in a lot of ways. Like, I, I think they're... I really love their music. And, like, I... Like, it's been my... It's been my bop. It's been my, you know, like, my walk-in music and, like, my workout music. And, you know, I love watching these little videos with them. I think it's cute. It's, like, it's, like, a fun, like... I'm stressed out and I'm not stressed out anymore because these girls are really stupid.
1: (laughs) I I think the big thing you can take away from like anybody can take away from this is just like, like it's, it's good to love like a band or a group or a singer or something like that. Like it's great to love that but they're not yours. You don't own them. There's no you have no say in the choices they make in their life and to become emotionally invested in who that person is as a human that you would then therefore pass judgment on the choices they make. It's it borders into this territory of I think that constantly the world is perpe, like per, per, uh, perpetuating nonstop which is this idea that celebrities are uh, like these idols like they, they are the Greek gods of modern day. And they're the kind of thing where you just assume, like, in the same way Zeus came down and fucked everyone, but at the end of the day he had a wife that fucking hated his guts and he he never saw you again or whatever. Like, it's the same kind of shit. They're just going to be disappointing because they're going to make choices that you as a person wouldn't approve of. So to get invested in someone's personal life and to say, like, oh, you shouldn't date this person or... Um, you know, I don't, I, you can't be gay. I, I like, I, I love you and you can't be gay. And it's like, oh, well, if that's the case, all right. I'm just change my, change my sexuality. Give me a second. Like, you know, like this is, this is the thing is like, I think with, with celebrities and celebrity worship, I mean, it's just the worst toxic culture. And I feel like K-pop, it's just on a, this, another level because it is worldwide. It's not con- concentrated to one country. It's not,
0: it's like, um, like Two things about like American 90s pop music because, like, you bring up an incredibly important point about like nationwide versus worldwide. In Sync was kind of contained to America. Like, they did tour the world, but like, they're the phenomenon was really contained to the Western Hemisphere. Yeah. And Lance Bass suffered because of this fan projection.
1: Like, Oh, he was yeah. I closet. can tell you, I was one of those people. I mean, I was nine, but you know, you
0: were a, you were a kid. That's not that's. There's a difference between like. But I'm talking like grown ass people who kept him in the closet for years.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, and then but even like so. I, I think we I think we can think of probably more than a dozen examples if you give us like 15 minutes. But I can also think of like Justin Bieber, um, and how like adult women. Like, my age currently, Gross. like, 30-plus-year-old women were like, ooh, Justin Bieber is hot. And I, like, I would love to go back in time and be like, all right, okay, um, I need you to never speak words ever again in your life. Like, ever, ever. I don't, I understand that your daughter brought you to this because she thinks he's cute, but that doesn't mean you get to enjoy it, too. That means you get to sit there, watch your daughter be happy, and then you go home. Like, don't fucking sexualize a 14-year-old boy, you exactly. fucking weirdo. I mean, like...
0: You can see how affected he was by the constant, constant sexualization.
1: Like, from grown ass. Women. Women. Not young girls. I wish it were young. I wish it, at least if it were young girls you'd be like oh because like, his, his concerts were only ever entertained by girls who were his age slightly older and mostly younger than him. But no that wasn't the case. Like it was bad. And like I can see something like in the same kind of insidious light occurring with this group. And this is definitely like not on the funny scale of our fucking like episodes. But like these poor, these poor women have to be watched in a way. Their lives are so curated that they have to like, they're like, Oh, Rose is really good at like cooking and she's like great at doing this. And I think Rose is really into women. But if I find out that Rose's is dating a man, I'm gonna be so depressed and I'm gonna like, you know, yeah, like go to her house and find her, like, you know, like,
0: like she, like, she, um, she did, um, a, like a broadcast with a guy guitarist, like, and he is a kind of handsome guy. And they were friendly toward one another, so people are immediately like, "That's her boyfriend," like, and being fucking weird about it. And it's just like, leave her alone. If she, if they are dating, great. They're probably not dating, but like, I,
1: do you know what I actually think is the best example I can think of? Yeah, the Bon Appetit test kitchen, which oh, is an, with Brad which is and an Claire, absolutely old fucking like like. I feel like most they, of the people who were into the Bon Appetit like they uh, are like YouTube channel, married. <laughs> What? I said they are both married. Anyway. Yeah, they legit are. So, like, the thing is with the Bon Appetit test kitchen, it's the exact same shit. It's like, oh, we've got this cast of characters and we think this person's having sex with this person. I think that one's gay. I think this one's, you know, da 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 -da," whatever. And then you find out, you're like, oh, it's just a really shitty work environment and they hate all... Well, like, they don't hate one another, but they hate their jobs. Oh, wow. The mystique's kind of ruined, isn't it?
0: (laughs) Yeah, there was one guy who
1: everyone was like, oh, he's totally gay. And then, like, he
0: worked from home, and he's got, like, a wife and two
1: children. Like... I know exactly who you're talking about, guys. I'm, don't sue us, but Chris Morocco. I'm, yeah. I apologize. I was one of these people. No, and it's okay. But, like, you know, like, it just shows to never make assumptions. And Exactly. Exactly. And with the exact, the exact same logic can be applied to Blackpink. Because it's similar. This is a curated, like, look at their life. They're like, okay, we're going to take some clips and make a 20-minute show.
0: And it's, like, it's so they're only seeing you're only seeing like what they want you to see what the company wants you to see what and like the fact that people you have to analyze this industry critically and the fact that people don't do that and take it at face value and take like like oh i really know rosé or i really know jisoo like no you don't you only know the image of them that is portrayed by these episodes
1: You know, I I bet you most people can't even say that they know themselves. Like, like, do you know your, like, next-door neighbor? No. Well, then you don't know, like, this huge, gigantic celebrity. Like,
0: I don't know half the people who live on my street. And we all live on the same street.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The only people we know are ourselves. And that's the end of this episode of Psychology Today.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, like, I hope, I know this episode wasn't, like, super, super funny. But I, this was a great discussion. And, like. Oh, Yeah. I think um, I think occasionally we need episodes
1: like that are a little more serious. Um, I think especially when it revolves around something that I think I'm a little bit removed from, and I'm not even here to like chastise Blackpink as a group. Obviously, they're fucking doing it. They're doing the thing. They're they're working really hard. They're putting their lives on display, and they're kind of giving up this. I mean, yes, they're they're making a shit ton of money and they're idolized the world over, but their freedom is essentially gone.
0: Yeah, they don't. They don't have freedom. And when, like, we're going to close this off, but just by saying that, like, we're not hating on Blackpink or on anyone in K-pop, like being a being an artist in the music industry is really, really hard, especially in a cutthroat industry like K-pop. and. I admire anyone who does it, and I admire anyone who goes through the grueling work schedules and through the constant recording and the the lack of privacy in your life. And like, we really do commend you for that. I just like I ask, I implore fans to like be like use an ounce of like self awareness.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing I can tell anybody is that anytime you get interested in a new thing, and I mean, I, I pop through obsessions like crazy. Uh, We're going to do an episode on one of my favorite things. Uh, And by favorite, I mean I hate it and I'm just going to continue watching it. Uh, 90 Day Fiancé, which also, uh, you know, the seasons that I have watched have dealt with a a fiancé from South Korea. So, I mean, don't know much about, like, how that's related to... K-pop, other than it's in Korea, but just saying, um, (laughs) just saying that these people, again, their lives are also not curated so much as edited, so that way you choose your villains, you choose your heroes, you choose the people who you like, you choose the people who you hate. However, I will say that uh, at least with um, 90 Day Fiance, you kind of get the feel of like who's a good person and who's a bad person just based on the fact that this isn't scripted and most of them are American and some of them are drunk. So it's a little different, but kind of the same. But it's it's the same vein. It's the same vein of like, don't like like, you know, investing in these people like they are characters from a book or a TV show that you love instead of real humans with emotions, identities, feelings, and things that you aren't unaware of, a whole mental monologue that you can't read or see or hear. You know, give them a little bit of credit for the fact that their entire lives are on display.
0: Yeah, and uh, t- just don't don't make it weird. Don't don't be weird. Don't, Too late. I mean, make it don't make it as weird. I
1: guess. <laughs> guys, just take a breath. I think what you all need to do, calm down, breathe in for a moment, uh, and accept that uh, when you get older, you're gonna look back on this behavior and go, "Oh fuck." Unless, of course, you are in fact in your twenties or thirties, in which case, fucking stop. <laughs> somebody tweets at us you fucking bitch
0: yay (laughs) you bitches oh my god no this once we release this episode it's game over oh Um, man i can't wait oh god so um thank you all for listening um oh uh, one more thing none of you will ever
1: marry jimin from bts i'm just saying (laughs) um (laughs) i can't wait do you just as a side as a quick like side ending note i went hillary what does even bts stand for behind the scenes (laughs) and hillary's like yeah no it, it does and i'm like Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> yes, it does. That was that was not said ironically because it wasn't ironic because I I knew that I knew it. I see. That's why I said it. I said it out loud and not in a jokey voice. <laughs>
0: not uh, Megan told a really good joke today.
1: Everyone's down. On my side. <laughs> <laughs> Megan said a really funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much. Um, just continue stay, to wear a mask. Stay inside. <laughs> yeah. If you have to go out, don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we, we love you much. Bye. <laughs> Bye.